This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendar with the old Trailblazer riding out again on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And uh, all this week we've been studying and watching and looking and uh, thinking about the woman's place in the home. This whole series is on our homes, and we look specifically at the man, the head of the home, and now we're looking at the woman as the queen of the home. And I know that uh, some of these things that the Lord has given us, some of his word even, crosses a grain of some of our folks. I know that. But listen, when you see a woman who refuses to take her place uh, in the home and rises up in uh, anger towards her husband and in defiance of his voice of authority, she's in rebellion against God, in rebellion against God's word, and uh, the word of God is blasphemed there in that home. Now, this is God's word on the place of a woman in the home and her relationship to her husband. That's what we're bringing you. And we've been there all this week. And I want to say, before we get started too much, it takes grace. All of this that I'm talking to you about, it takes grace. It takes grace for a man to become the head of his home. He has to submit unto the will of the Lord. He has to bow in submission unto the Lord, take his place there rightfully in the home, and then to lead his wife, not driver, not not to be a tyrant, but I'm talking about being a husband to her. And then for the woman to take her place, rightful place there in the home, to help raise the children and do those things. Listen, listen, for you to rebel, mother, against this message is to rebel against God's word. I never have seen a woman yet get saved until she learned obedience unto her husband. You take all of these uh, so-called preachers' wives today, these uh, TV preachers and televangelists and uh, religious leaders, I, I don't care how religious they are or what position they occupy, as long as they run their homes, those women, they're in disobedience to their husband, they're not saved. Did you ever see a preacher's wife run a church? She doesn't know anything about the Lord, or she'd go back home, take her place under the governmental authority of her husband. She would never show her face again, except as God led her th through her husband. She'd never show her face again. No, no. The average preacher's wife today runs her home and runs a church. Oh, I've heard preachers say, introduce someone to his wife and uh, said, I want you to meet my boss. She's the pastor of the church. And my, my, what an ignorant fool. It wasn't long until that fellow was out hunting a job somewhere to make a living. People don't want a woman as a pastor of the church. Now, I know in these latter days that we've come to, we have women preachers. I know that. They're not called. They're just self-appointed. God never called a woman to preach. No. He didn't want a woman to be the pastor of a church. God never called her. He called a woman to stay in the home. And these long, what I call, petticoat gals out trying to preach, who ever heard tell of such a thing? It's just a mess. I know that doesn't sit well with some of you, folks. I know that. I know that. But uh, I mentioned to you in a study before, I was discussing that with a, a, a woman preacher one day in the bookstore. I knew she was a preacher because somebody else called her reverend. I was giving her the verses and chapter where the Bible says, for a pastor has to be a husband of one wife and has to be in the in voice of authority and those things, not to usurp authority. The woman wasn't. And uh, she and I were having a lively discussion. We weren't fussing or mad or anything. We were just, just talking about the Scripture. And this elderly old gentleman come in. I knew he was a preacher because he'd been in there long, many times before in a bookstore. 
And he come in, in, had his derby hat on. And I said, preacher, uh, this lady here, would you, would you tell her that there's no such a thing as a woman preacher? That the Lord doesn't call women to preach? And he took that hat off and wrung it in his hands. He was 80 years old. Wrung it in his hands, and he said, oh, my goodness. If we didn't have these women preachers, we wouldn't have nothing. And I just hung my head and walked back into my office and shut the door. Poor old fool. I know these things don't sit well with some of you. But my friend, I'm not trying to please you. I'm not trying to compromise God's word. But that's God's word. You listen to God's word. Don't don't turn the dial. Don't that thing might blow up in your face. Every woman that I've ever seen get saved first learned the voice of authority of her husband and submitted to God's government in that home. And her desire was towards her husband, and she submitted to his rule. Uh, in that home. Oh, now listen, this old doctrine that you hear everything now, marriage is a 50-50 proposition, is of Satan. No, 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 no. I've heard seminary preachers, uh, teachers stand before people and open his Bible and argue for 20 minutes that God doesn't mean what he said. Wives, obey your husband. If God didn't mean that, why did he say it? What did he mean? This shows one thing, that that seminary professor never knew nothing about bowing his knee to the Lordship of Christ and to the deity of the Son of God. He'd never seen himself totally depraved, knew nothing about God's word on the government of the home. And I know it can only be done, as I said, by the grace of God. I know that. I know that, my friend. It takes grace. It takes grace to come to Christ. But the Lord said, uh, he has plenty of grace. I'd just like to stop and ask you women, you ladies, wouldn't you be much happier if you was in obedience to the Lord and in sub- subsequently obedient to your husband? Well, uh, uh, the Apostle Paul speaks of Sarah calling Abraham Lord. I don't believe that's what we need to do, I don't think. But we should look up. We should look up to our husbands in, in reverence and obedience. And I believe, if I believe, like I said before, yesterday or day before, if you come there when you when your husband came home from work tired and wore out and, and met him at the front door with a smile and maybe a cup of coffee and go there and, and, and pull his easy chair out where he could get in it and maybe you squat down there and take his shoes off and rub his feet a little bit. Oh, you say, you crazy? No, I'm not crazy. And then get up and go in the kitchen and start cooking supper, have some good stuff smelling in there in the kitchen while he was there resting a little while. I know in my own life, I had to get up before daylight and go out and a lot of times come in after dark. My friend, the Lord didn't expect women to do that. I know women work now. I know all of those things. Don't, don't write me and call me and tell me what I don't know. I know. But I know we, a lot of things is out of place. First thing, the children are out of place. They don't mind. They don't mind nobody as a rule now. The wife's out of her place. She's out there somewhere frolicking around, either working or trotting his malls. And uh, th- those things are just out of place, my friend. That's not the way the Lord ordained it to be. But we're going to get back now. Let's go back to our study. But I, I often ask you, I, I-, I know uh, that it takes grace. Satan today has perverted, twisted God's whole governmental order. We mentioned that in the first study past- this past week. The first study on, uh, on the home was that Satan does his best to prize apart, tear apart. The divorce courts are just full down. And uh, and I told you another thing that I've seen that folks just will not take the blame. Don't say I'm so. You know I'm sorry, darling. 
I'm sorry I offended you. Would you forgive me? No, not today. Not today. No, sir. No, sir. But listen, in the wife's defiance of the authority of her husband, and then in man rebellion against the lordship of Christ, we see that all the time. We face here God's governmental order for the home, and the husband takes his place in the home. Oh, as a looking to the Lord, the wife takes her place as a under the lordship of her husband and the children to obedience of the parents, then you have a home. You have a place where folks enjoy coming, where the man enjoys coming home. That's why I tell you this without probably fear of contradiction. That's why a lot of folks, men, stop off at the pool hall and the bar room to get a drink or two before they go home because they know what's there. They know what they're going home to. Uh, there's no love there. Oh, look, I asked you, lady, do you love your husband? Ask the Lord to give you a love for him. You married him. Listen, listen. By nature, every individual is rebellious and wants to have his own way. But when you find a woman who wants to have her way by saying, I've got to be shown some consideration. You know, such and such a day is mine, and he's going to do what I want him to do on that day. Well, well, I'm not going to tell you what I think. And then she thinks of such things in the home as belonging to her. She has become a complete fool. It shows she's never been saved. Proverbs 9, 13, I quote this a lot. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knoweth nothing. A foolish woman. And then in Proverbs again we read, It's better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman. Oh, and then another place. It's better to dwell in the corner of a housetop than, in, than with a brawling woman in a wide house. We, we're going to get to that in our next study. We're about to run out of time. And uh, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate each one of you. And I hope you're enjoying or appreciating. Maybe you don't enjoy it. Maybe if you are in rebellion against your husband woman, maybe you don't enjoy it. But this is God's Word. Are you interested in Maybe you tell me that you're saved. Are you living the Christian life? Are you a new creature in Christ? I, I have the same, same thoughts with men. I'm not letting a man get by with being a tyrant or nothing. I'll get back on that in a minute. But my, my lady friend, I'm talking to you today. You young girls coming up contemplating marriage. Do you know what an awesome thing it is to be married? To be under now a new rule in your house to obey your husband? And I'm not talking about slave driving and all of that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about honoring Honoring your husband, being true to him, faithful to him, and not hiding. I, I know women who have hidden behind their back, hidden behind their husband's back, things that they do, and they everybody in the neighborhood knows about it but him. I, I've seen those things. Woman, I, I tell you, my friend, I feel sorry for you. But if you want a home, you have to love your husband. Love your husband even as yourself. And I guarantee you this, if you love your husband, he'll love you back. And if he's not, he's not worth staying with. Now, I don't believe in nobody staying in a home where there's fighting and fussing and, 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 and abuse. I don't believe in that. But don't go out looking for another one in 30 days. Oh, my friend, I told you recently, there's more lust in the world than there is love. More lust. Lust and pleasure. Lust and pleasure. And that's what I tell you I see on the scene today so much of. No love. No love. And then isn't it grace when you see a family that loves one another, the children are obedient, the husband and the wife 
love each other, they get along together. Don't say they won't never have a quarrel or or, or dis, uh, uh, a misunderstanding or those things. But my friend, that's all well and good. But but you can you can be at least civil to somebody. You don't have to scream and holler. I make plenty of mistakes, my friend. But I know them when I make them. Usually somebody points them out to me, and then I say I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that. Try to make amends for it. But my friend, the old trailblazer is going to be true to your soul. I know it takes grace to do this, and I'm not a I'm not a tyrant, and I'm not a a woman hater. None of those things, no sir. Because I I love folks. I just love people. I love people, and I love to see them get along. I love to see them uh, raise their family in an orderly fashion. And I I'll be praying for you. Would you pray for me, the old trailblazer, as we go off the air today? Pray for me that we've gone in these studies on the woman's place in the home and the woman, the queen of the home. And uh, you pray for me that the Lord will give me much grace. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the old trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.